raise the dead, cleanse lepers, cast out demons. This is Healing the Whole Person on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. Call now with your question, 224-585-WSFI. That's 224-585-9734. Hello, I'm Father Bob Sears. I'm former professor of the Jesuit School of Theology in Chicago and the Institute of Pastoral Studies at Loyola University. And today I'll be speaking on humility as the key to healing. Later in the show, we'll be taking phone calls with questions, and the number to call is 224-585-9734. That's 224-585-9734. So how did I get in touch with this? Well, there was a a passage from Sirach, uh, that touched me, 317 and following. He said, My son, conduct your affairs with humility, and you will be loved more than a giver of gifts. And I thought, that's true, isn't it? There's something about humility that disarms us and just lets us relax and be open. There's a number of passages like that. Clothe yourselves with humility toward one another, because God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. That's 1 Peter 5, 5. So humility is a, is a major way to get to God's blessing and the gift of healing. It's also a way to grow in spirituality, and it opens us to growth in our union with God. For example, when St. Ignatius gives two standards, the standard of Christ, he says, he leads us by poverty, humiliations, and humility, and from there to every other good. So once we have humility, as the spiritual writers say, then we can be led to every other good. It was interesting that when Jesus, just after Jesus predicted his passion the second time, his disciples were arguing about which of them was the greatest. So they missed the point. And Jesus took a child and placed it by his side, and he said to them, Whoever receives this child in my name receives me, and whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. For the one who is least among you all is the one who is greatest. The one who considers himself or herself as least, he says, is the greatest. So humility is very important, but what is humility? Some people think of it as being humble as in a sense, thinking of yourself as a doormat and that you're not good for anything or that others are better than you. But that's not really humility. That's self-humiliation. That's judging yourself, which is the mark of a proud person who would judge. God doesn't judge that way, and he doesn't want us to judge ourselves that way. God chose the least to shame the proud, so he chooses the least. So humility isn't a bad thing, it actually opens us up to God. When God was choosing, for example, in the Old Testament, who was going to follow King Saul when he, uh, you know, didn't follow the Lord's directives, uh, Samuel went and Jesse's sons, all the sons came first and they none of them were the one that was chosen. The one that was chosen was still out in the fields taking care of the sheep, David. 
but Samuel wouldn't go on until David came, and then he anointed him king. So he's the man after the Lord's own heart. And even though he sinned, he admitted it and came back to the Lord. So it's that the heart that's open. So Jesus did not, uh, you know, kind of demean people by saying that they were the least or that they were not of much account. Paul said that the people that he chose, the fishermen, for example, were not much in the world's eyes, but God chose them. He told Margaret Mary Ellicott, for example, <clears throat> who had been the one who he gave the Sacred Heart devotion to, that if he could have found somebody less worthy than she was, he would have chosen her. <clears throat> you could have, could have thought he was putting her down, but he was actually helping her to reveal the truth. Because, you know, when Adam and Eve sinned, we all got affected by their original sin, and so none of us is worthy. So when the rich young man went to Jesus and said, Good Master, what must I do to you know, inherit eternal life? Jesus said, Why do you call me good? No one is good except God. Now, he didn't say he wasn't God because actually he gave him a directive that indicated that he, <laughs> he was putting himself on a par with the Heavenly Father. He said, you keep all the commandments, but if you want to be perfect, follow me. <laughs> Leave everything and follow me. So he didn't say he wasn't God, but he just said that the only one that is good is God. And that's the point. So with the person who is humble recognizes the truth. So what is humility? It comes from the Latin, means humus, ground, earth, soil. And it means lowly or meek, submissive of low estate, modest, free of pride and arrogance. In other words, humility recognizes the truth of one's being before God. It was, uh, I was reading a life of St. Catherine of Siena, and one of the things that Jesus told her when she was even younger, his daughter, do you know who you are and who I am? If you know these two things, you will be very happy. You must know that you are that which is not. I am that which is. So God, Jesus is telling her that if she knows this, then she'll never be deceived by the evil one. If she doesn't forget, because the evil one actually tempts us to think that we know better than God, or that we have to do something to you know, get the gifts of God. If you eat of this tree, then you'll know good and evil, and you'll be like God. But God wants us to be like God, but God is humble. Jesus said, learn of me, for I'm meek and humble of heart, and you'll find rest for yourselves, for my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. So if we do know <clears throat> that if we are humble and we admit the truth that we aren't anything except what God has given to us, and God is everything, then we're going to be grounded in the truth. And the truth is that humble people actually can allow God to show them that they're good. God doesn't make bad things. Nothing is impossible for God. So Jesus said to St. Catherine, I am that which is. And she, he told Mary, nothing is impossible with God. And she herself was most humble. And she would proclaim, my soul magnifies the Lord. 
and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. So the humble person doesn't focus on him or herself, but focuses on God and sees how good God has made us and wants to restore us to what God intended before Adam and Eve sinned. Not because we deserve it, because God loves to do it. There's a story in the Old Testament, you know, when King Ahaz was told by God, God said, ask for a sign from the Lord your God. Let it be deep as the netherworld or high as the sky. But Ahaz said, I will not ask. I will not tempt the Lord. And then God said, you know, must you weary man? Must you weary God as you weary man? I myself will give you a sign. In other words, our rejection of God's gifts weary God. That's not humility. Humility loves God and wants God to be glorified in all that he does. So a humble person asks God for everything, realizing that God's knowledge and love of us is far greater than we could ask or imagine. We are the poor in spirit. The poor people ask. They're beggars. So Mary, who is recognizes her lowliness, has become the new Eve, holy and blameless. And we also are called to be like her, holy and blameless, as Ephesians 1.4 says. So we need to stop looking at things from a human point of view and realizing, realize that we are made for God. We have the mind of Christ, 1 Corinthians 2.16. Our illnesses and suffering are to teach us humility. We're not God. God is not sick and he's not going to die. But all flesh is grass, Isaiah 46 to 8 says, the grass withers, but the word of the Lord lasts forever. So the humble person, that's why it's the key to spiritual growth, knows that that they don't have anything. They don't have to try harder. They don't have to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. They don't have to know the solution. They just need to let themselves be loved. And that's the key to really letting God's love in. So Mary was humble. To be, you know, to get healed, we really need to let God do something that we perhaps think we're unworthy of. We might say, well, I'm not worthy to get healed. Well, it's not about your worthiness. It's about letting God help you. He loves to give gifts. And so if you feel like what you're going through isn't really what God wants, you know what God wants, then you need to be humble and trust that he wants to give it to you. So Mary was humble. She believed in God's goodness. And Elizabeth said to you, blessed is she who believed that what the Lord said to her would be accomplished. God's desire was to bless her and her humility was great. So she let that happen. She didn't get afraid. She knew God would be faithful to carry out what he began. So we may need to do simple things. Sometimes it's the simple things that lead to healing. I always think of the book of Kings, Nahum and the the Syrian who came and Elisha told him to go wash in the Jordan. He said, you know, don't we have better rivers in in, where I come from? And his maidservant said, 
my my master, if he told you to do something difficult, wouldn't you have done it? Well, now he told you to do this. And she, and he was humble. He listened to her. He listened to his his, his Jewish maidservant, and he went. And he washed himself seven times in the the sea, and he was healed. Sometimes God gives us simple things to do, like going to confession to get forgiven. We might say, well, that's, you know, uh, I don't want to go to confession. I, you know, I want to keep this. No, no, go to confession. Sin likes to hide itself. But with God calls us to bring it out into the light. Whatever is brought into the light is light. And when you bring it into the light, you get freed of shame. You know God forgives you. You know you're lovable, and all of that's good for the person. And you can sometimes get healed, like the paralytic who Jesus said, your sins are forgiven. That you might know that the Son of Man has power to forgive sins. He told him, get up and walk, and he did. Which is easier, to say your sins are forgiven, which only God can do, or to say get up and walk, which... Probably only God can do too. <laughs> Both of those are healings. He needs to heal our spirit by forgiving sins. He needs to heal our bodies by healing our flesh. Or it might be that <clears throat> you're being asked to go to an AA group and you're you're afraid to kind of, you know, admit that you have a problem or you maybe you're addicted to eating or something. And you have to go and and humble yourself and admit that this is a problem you can't deal with. Notice how humility is necessary because it's the truth. Humility is the truth. We can't heal ourselves. We need love to be healed. And God is love. And we need to believe in love. And that takes humility to admit that maybe somebody knows how to do this better than I do. <laughs> I had to learn that myself, actually, that, that, that God is different from me, you know? that God actually gives gifts and isn't demanding anything in return. You know, in my family, you know, if my mother ever had a dinner, gave a dinner for somebody, she would expect them to invite her in return. And so I kind of expected that too, that anybody gave me something, they'd want me to, you know, give it in return. Well, then somebody loved me freely and I had a hard time believing it and taking it in until I started believing it, and it was true. They weren't demanding anything. I could freely give something in return, but they weren't demanding it. Love is free. God actually gives us free gifts because he likes to give us gifts. And then when we receive it, we'll like to give things in return. It'll be totally free, not a demand, simply a gift. We need to be humble to receive gifts. And so that gift of humility is the beginning of opening to healing. So we'll take a break now and just consider that. If you have any questions, again, the number here is 224-585-9734. Just let, let, let us hear your questions. Thank you.
listen at 7 o'clock p.m. every Tuesday to WSFI Spotlight, a half-hour conversation with outstanding Catholics from our community and around the world. WSFI Spotlight re-airs on Saturday at 3.30 p.m. or listen on demand anytime by subscribing to our podcast. Visit wsfiradio.org for more information. It's WSFI Spotlight, a conversation with Catholics living in the light. Only on WSFI Catholic Radio, Tuesdays at 7 o'clock p.m. Are you retired or near retirement? Do you want to keep a larger amount of your assets in a safe place with guaranteed interest rates to protect yourself from a huge market swing? Are you amazed at how low the interest rates are at your bank? If you said yes to any or all of those questions, you may want to call me, Matt Tomlinson, at Catholic Financial Life to discuss our guaranteed fixed rate annuities. Call 847-548-MATT, 847-548-6288. Products not available in all states. Hello, I'm Scott Hahn from Franciscan University of Steubenville in Ohio. Catholic Radio is essential for the new evangelization. It reaches people who are not necessarily going to darken the doorways of a local parish, but they'll be driving by, and you can recommend it. You can even turn it on when you got a passenger in the car. Catholic Radio deserves your support as well, not only your prayer support, but also your financial aid. So I encourage you all, get involved and spread the word. God bless you. WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at wsfiradio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. Welcome back to Healing the Whole Person. I'm your your host, Father Bob Sears. I think there might be one or two questions, that, uh, and uh, we'll take those first and then go on and uh, continue this. If you have any questions, again, 224-585-9734. Hi, Father. Thank you for mm-hmm. uh, being with us today and taking all of our calls and uh, and taking all of our prayer requests. I want to remind our listeners that um, they can always email their prayer intentions in as well, and that is at prayers at wsficatholicradio.org, prayers at wsficatholicradio.org, or you can leave a message on that number, 262-585-9734, and we will uh, get that uh, played on the air for you. So, uh, in addition to that, uh, Father, um, our our first prayer request comes from Phil, and uh, he has... uh, 44 years old. He is praying for God's will and his uh, relationships for his life. Um, he says, uh, please pray that God sends him a life partner um, in Jesus' mm-hmm. name. And he's mm-hmm. been looking for 21 years. Okay. So, Lord, you are the one that brings us, as you say, an, an understanding woman is a gift of Yahweh. I, I believe that's in scripture somewhere. If it isn't, it should be, because our marriage is a vocation, so it means it's God's call, and it's to bring us closer to God. So, Lord Jesus, we pray that you'd give Phil the person that you want for him, that he would recognize her, and that she would recognize him, that you would open his heart to receive her, and hers to receive him, and that you would guide them as they 
grow because they are to learn how to love as you love and to become more and more like you. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Father, we also have Patricia who is suffering from bronchitis and is mm-hmm. in uh, need of prayers for the healing of bronchitis. Mm-hmm. So, Lord Jesus, we pray for Patricia that she has bronchitis. I also ask Patricia to ask Jesus what that's all about. Is there something she wants to cough up or something that needs to come out into the light? If whatever it is, because all our physical illnesses are also uh, revelations of other things that might need healing. So we can always ask first what the meaning of the, the illness is so that we can not just be dealing with symptoms or how it shows on the outside but inside. So Lord, we ask that you would open Patricia to cleaning out her whole uh, breathing, Lord. Breathe in the Holy Spirit and to breathe out Lord, all the contamination, whatever it is that needs to be cleaned out, and that you'd give her the grace to do that, and that you would free her from the bronchitis, and you would guide her into a full openness to breathe in your truth, and to breathe out all that is confusion, all that is blocking that uh, airway that's coming in. Whatever she needs, Lord, we put it in your hands through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Uh, we, in addition, we have Tom, and Tom has been suffering from cancer uh, for about uh, three plus years, four years or so, and is um, is continuing to suffer uh, greatly from that. So, will uh, you pray for Tom? Okay. No, it depends on the cancer. There are different kinds of cancers, but. This, whatever that is, oftentimes cancer, I feel, is a denial disease. That is, there are, there are hidden wounds that, that uh, show themselves out in, in, the, in the cancer. For example, I had tongue cancer, and, and I didn't smoke, and so what was that all about? And so what came to me is that I didn't speak my pain. I had deep pain from early childhood decision not to be a burden. And uh, so not speaking it. So I got the healing for my, uh, you know, the attachment wound, and I did get the cancer taken care of, and it didn't recur because I didn't need it anymore. So, Lord Jesus, whatever this cancer is about, whatever it could be, it could be, you know, in the environment. So just changing the environment. But if it's if it really is something inside that needs to be dealt with, we ask that you bring that to to light for Tom and we bring the cancer to you Lord because we know you don't allow anything you don't mean to bring good out of so whatever the good is that you want to bring out of this and whatever you want to bring Tom back it might be that he's able to get help when he might not have reached out for it if he didn't have a cancer it might be he has to rely on other people God wants us to be in community and to receive love just as much as he wants us to give love. Whatever it is, Lord, we ask that you would show it to him and you would lift the the burden of the cancer. We ask that through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. In addition, we also have Joan, uh, and she has a pinched nerve in the back of her neck that is causing uh, a lot of headaches, Father. So can you pray for Mm. Joan? 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know, you know headaches and pinched nerves, etc. That, that can be a birth trauma, actually. And uh, whenever there's under stress, it could be triggering that earlier wound. So if that's it, Lord, a pinched nerve maybe came from birth trauma, and his headaches can also do that because it 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 closes off our breathing. And so we, we reduce the veins, and then that becomes imprinted. So later on, it can be, you know, open to different headaches, or she might have been hurt, or whatever. Whatever the source is, Lord, we bring it to you for healing. We ask that you would reveal not just the physical, but whatever the meaning is at a deeper level, and you'd heal that also. That you bring Joan into a deeper peace, so that she doesn't carry things in her her neck or whatever, any tensions that would be released so that you could open her to to your healing, Lord. And we ask that in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Uh, in addition, Father, we have Christine who mm-hmm. um, is having some heart trouble. And if we could pray, pray for Christine who is having heart trouble. Yes. So, Jesus, we ask that you would bless Christine. Heart trouble, of course, can be relationships, can be problems with, uh, you know, her early upbringing, uh, or with her own present situation. So, Lord Jesus, not 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 just physical. These are also concern the whole person as we're talking about healing the whole person. And so we ask, Lord, that you would bring Christine a, a understanding of what this might be grounded in and that she could get open her heart to your love for your love your heart heals all our hearts lord and that you would lead her into whatever help that she would might need medically and we ask that you bless the doctors that they would uh, have the right diagnosis and that they could also help her so that she could come into a deeper trust in your love and in your desire to give your heart to her and to receive her heart in your own. May she receive that blessing and that healing in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Uh, Father, we also have Karen who is suffering from brain cancer, uh, and that is Karen so Lord Jesus we bring care unto you and brain cancer of course is that's uh, a very nothing's difficult to you Lord but we know that <clears throat> our brains are oftentimes confused and so we ask that you would bring clarity and enlightenment to Karen and that her brain would be brought into the right order Lord as you see things that she would acknowledge as you see them and we ask for uh, for healing for Karen also Lord and I pray that in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit Amen Amen uh, Father we also have uh, Mike who is uh, for his attachment to the Masons and to uh, the Masonic Lodge He's mm-hmm. a Catholic, um, but but he is uh, struggling with renouncing um, the the Masonic uh, influence. Will you uh, pray mm-hmm. for that? 
Thank you, Lord. Lord, it's a long prayer, and so he might need to get special prayer for that, for somebody that prays for deliverance, because the Mason connection actually is is demonic at its higher levels, and most people don't know that until they get to the higher levels. So we just, uh, it's, it's very, uh, you know, kind of, ingrained and so Lord Jesus is oftentimes also generational the masonry and the ancestors so Lord we pray for the whole situation that Mike gets the help that he needs that he be cut free from any vows that they all take vows that are against uh, God to take vows in the first place but then to take the particular one the oath that they take in each of the different stages are uh, against what God wants is we shouldn't take oaths as he says so Lord we just ask that you free Mike from that and that you help him to get the help that he needs to move forward in that and to learn how to get free and we find somebody who can pray with him for deliverance from that uh, you know involvement in the Masons in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit Amen, Amen. Thank you, in, in addition uh, Father we have two more uh, and I just want to remind our listeners that they're listening to WSFI Antioch, as it looks like we will uh, just run over by just two minutes here, Father, uh, on the program. Uh, and we have a, a, an anonymous prayer request for someone who is looking for employment. Uh, would mm-hmm. you pray for uh, that that person and all people looking for employment? Yes, Jesus, especially that's so important for our sense of value that we have employment. I do pray for this Hello, person this is and Heidi anybody Hunter else from Santa Maria that they the employment this they is need the... in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. And, and lastly, I have Elizabeth, um, who is uh, suffering from, uh, she needs to have a heart ablation a heart mm. ablation uh, and if if they can uh, if you can pray for Elizabeth who needs to have that yes Jesus we just bring Elizabeth to you in a heart ablation so whatever is needed that she might be blessed and that the surgeons and the the doctors would be blessed with uh, wisdom and skills able to do this we guys that in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father, very much for being with us. And that's all the prayer requests I have. We're just running a little bit over time, so uh, okay. thank you. Well, thank let me you. just to say this one thing, that there is a time to register for the WSFI Healing the Whole Person Conference at Marytown on Friday, October 28th, and Saturday, October 29th. The conference is designed to empower you to find new life in body, mind, and spirit, and to teach you how to protect yourself from the powers of darkness. Fittingly, it is scheduled on Halloween weekend. So if you call before this Saturday, October 1st, the price is $100 for both days, which lunch on Saturday. After Saturday, it's $60 per day, and religious priests and deacons are free. And I'll be speaking also on this in this conference on healing the family tree. That'll be on Friday night, October 28th, 6.30 to 9.30. And we'll consider how our efforts to bring healing to our families may actually be perpetuating the problems. Discover how early choices we make to not act like our parents may assure that we will act like them. Learn God's provision for healing and how to be open to receive it. Learn how to intercede for your family and the ch- your children to assist in their healing. We thank you, Lord, 
The other speakers, of course, are Father Jim Curtin, whose topic is healing and deliverance, and Kyle Clement, who's very well known and will speak on spiritual warfare, our vulnerabilities, and our Blessed Lady. So you can register by calling 224-606-8455. That's 224-606-8455. And I'll just extend a blessing to everybody. May the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit descend upon you and remain forever. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Father Sears. Uh, again, this was a wonderful episode of Healing the Whole Person, and we will return you to he, uh, Al Cresta in the afternoon, already in progress. Thank you.